watch a movie. I'm Danny Weiser. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Alan Beck and Ty McGowan. What's up? What up? Merry Christmas. <laughs> a little louder than what up? Who's tipsy up in here? All of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, it's. I've had oh, three. You're in charge. I've Danny, take some shots. Get on our level. Let's go. Live <laughs> on air shots. Seltzers. I'm about 34 of these short of feeling tipsy. So. <laughs> it's a. It's a day after Christmas. You know. Get weird. Yeah. Happy Boxing Day. Yeah, Boxing Day goes crazy, man. <laughs> boxing Still. Day, New Year's Eve, craziest two days of the year. Still have no clue what Boxing Day even is, if I'm being honest. I know it's Canadian. That's about all I got. It's I thought British. it was. Yeah, it's British. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and I know Christmas. nothing. I know literally nothing about it then. I thought it was Canadian. I actually Oops. Googled it today. It is. Um, it has to do with, like, history of giving donations a day after Christmas to the alms box at the back of the church. So it became tradition to, like, box up presents and leftover food and give it to like ch- charities the day after Christmas. So it's Boxing Day. And now it's for Americans getting wasted, dude. <laughs> yeah, this is our Boxing Day. We Speaking unbox our liquor. <laughs> Speaking of, how was everybody's Christmas? Oh, so good. It was great. So fun. Yeah. What'd you do? I'm at my parents' house. Um, just been doing absolutely nothing but laying around and drinking and eating and playing with all the dogs uh but yeah got some good presents from from cameron this year he always is way better at getting me presents than i am at getting him presents (laughs) i feel really shitty every year he got me he got me this great cookbook that's like features recipes of food that's featured in like all of the uh movies and I heard a little rumor that you guys also know about this book. Yeah, I gave that to Danny in our gifts episode Aww. of Rank Kings. The same exact book. That's fa- <laughs> we we f- gave it to each other like metaphorically. Yeah, like, metaphorically. We thought, yeah. we thought of giving each other gifts. It was a thing. Oh well, I actually have this book. Um, nice. So I'll be if we pick movies that have correlating recipes i will be cooking the food and reviewing it for the future episodes Perfect. we got to replace f1 corner now that it's the off season so. i yeah. know so that'll be a good alternative and then um he got me because we do stockings for each other i just got him like new shirts for work and he got me um the afi top 100 movie scratch off poster yeah there which you go. literally i almost bought for him <laughs> like was a click away and i went you know what i'm gonna save it for next year because i have a plan he's never gonna listen to this so my plan was to do this year but i pushed it to next year to do a cam advent calendar where i give him like a gift every day but it's little or big sometimes it's just candy mm-hmm. and i was gonna put that in there but time got away from me and i ended up not ordering gifts for this and i was like oh next year i'll do the advent calendar and i'll put this save that poster in there and then i go and it's in my stocking this year and i was like well <laughs> Kim, Kim, Christmas kicked your ass. Um, that's not the end of it. He bought me a new laptop. <laughs> oh, you're on a new laptop right now? Oh my god, are no, we not, not gonna freeze on Zoom calls anymore? We might tonight. Might be the last night. So he got me oh. a new MacBook Air, which uh, oh I don't have. He didn't. We don't. Didn't bring the USB C to USB adapter mm-hmm. to plug in the microphone. So I'm still using my old computer tonight, but. This is the this is our last run, oh boys, God. of me having to set it on top of a fan. Thank God, sure the room is nice and cold. 
Thank God. Computer doesn't overheat. Praise be. There have been so many just like, oh, Ellen's gone. Uh, <laughs> her computer crapped out. That's, that's, what, it's a gift to all of us. Thank you, Cam. Seriously, yeah. Us. Thank you, Cam. It's for all of us. <laughs> Tyler, you? How's your Christmas? It was good. So I spent the morning at my ranch with my mom and, and stepdad and, and little brother and then uh, drove to my dad's house later in the day and you know, I spent the time with all that family, but you know, got a, a new desk chair. I'm not sitting in it right now. It's still at my mom's house. I have to go put it together, bring it over. Uh, got a really nice like jacket, like over jacket to wear when it gets cold, if it ever gets cold. Um, and I got hella Criterion DVDs. I got like 12 Criterion DVDs. I already, nice. I, I put it in the Discord, um, and I did send it to Danny. I don't know if. Ellen seen it, but I got Roll of Tenet Bombs, Days and Confused, Grand Budapest, Breakfast Club, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Parasite, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, um, Princess Bride, really good ones. Oh my God. Do the Right Thing, Rushmore, Life Aquatic, and Inside Blue and Davis. <laughs> and I've actually seen most of those. those yeah, are fantastic. Oh. Oh, and then I got Boyhood, Moonrise Kingdom, and Uncut Gems on the way. So, yeah, I had a pretty Criterion Christmas this year. <laughs> criterion Christmas. <laughs> yeah. What did Santa bring you, Danny? Uh, our Christmas was good. I got my present actually like a week and a half ago. I got my car detailed, which was the only Ooh. thing that I asked for or wanted was just to get lifted. No, cleaned. <laughs> it was cleaned. I got it cleaned. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't gotten it detailed uh, ever, and I've had this car probably two and a half years now, and so it was really due. And I, I drive so much. Most of my job is driving, and so I like probably eat like half of my meals in my car. Oh, hi, Penny. Yeah. I was so confused what you were doing, <laughs> and we could barely see Penny's just wanting. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Goodness. She's just staring. I think she needs to go out, but you're gonna have to wait. I'm literally just sitting here staring. It's good at content. Me. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Danny. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but my car needed cleaning and it got cleaned, and so that was great. Yay. Other than that, it was stocking stuff and a bunch of mini liquor bottles for some reason. My parents yeah. go crazy with stockings, like mini so much so, bottles. so much so that we don't use stockings anymore. They just started putting our stocking stuff in big gift bags because they stopped being able to fit all of our stocking stuff in our stockings. Um, so it was a bunch of, they just raided Specs liquor apparently. And I got a bunch of like little liquor bottles and little Love like it. kitchen utensils. And it was fun. We hung out at the folks house, had cinnamon rolls in the morning and Heck watched yeah. some movies in the afternoon Had dinner. And it was nice. Did you have to watch a Christmas story? No, I got uh, literally, I was like, if you guys want to get me another gift, we could not watch Christmas story at all this year. <laughs> and they said, yeah, okay. It was so funny. My dad was like, yeah, I don't like that movie either. And mom was <laughs> upset because she wanted to watch it. I was like, listen, we can't, we can't do, do this. Do this. <laughs> so we watched the, the newish Grinch, the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Yeah. It was cute. I liked it. And then, uh, the Santa Claus, which is the Santa Claus is the one movie I make sure to watch every Christmas. That's like the tradition movie. So, but nice. it was good. And now I've got the best Christmas gift of all. I've got the whole week off between Christmas and New Year's. So, Sweet. lots of chilling, probably some trips to the movie theater and hanging out. It's been good. Heck yeah. How was the lasagna? Yeah. Incredible. Another small gift I got. Mosto bene. Mom made an extra. Delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get this bit. 
Because you're very, very not Italian. Yeah. And you said that you eat lasagna every year. And I said, yeah, because I, of your deep of your Italian roots. Italian heritage. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't really get the. I, I don't. Yeah. It's sarcasm. I, mean, I was there for it. I was there for it. It's sarcasm. <laughs> Am I only allowed to eat Polish and Hungarian food? Because that doesn't sound like. Very good. Just, I don't want. I don't, I don't want to just eat. Who's not Italian? Who's like tradition? It is to make Italian food at for tradition. <laughs> it's been like two or three years because I told mom I was sick of eating ham because ham sucks. Ham. I, was, I don't like ham, and I was tired of her making it. So I was like, "Can we do something else?" She said, "Yeah, sure. What if I make a lasagna?" I said, "That sounds great." And it's like it's not Italian. Takes forever to make lasagna. It's like the most basic ass white people lasagna you've ever had in your life. <laughs> Didn't you both say that you have tamales? You're both you're two of the other whitest people in the entire oh, world. Oh, I'm sorry. So we're from is Texas. it is it weird that someone from Texas eats Tex-Mex during? Is Christmas it weird that Eve? an American eats the most Americanized version of lasagna in the world? What are you talking about, you weirdos? <laughs> So, this is so stupid. What a dumb bit. Stop whining. Oh, wow. uh, anything else? You guys watch any movies? Uh, yeah, I actually um, ran through a lot of 2021 stuff content this past week. Um, so I watched uh, Being the Ricardos. I can't tell if this is a good movie or not, but it felt like I needed like a crash course. Like it felt like I had to watch every episode of I love, I love Lucy before watching this. And there's really? no way I'm going to watch one episode of I love Lucy. Cause I don't think it's a good show. I never understood Wait. why it was famous. What? I love being the Ricardos. Have you heard yeah, of this? I know, but you, <laughs> of course I it's have, about... but I know what it's about, but I'm going, what you didn't like? I love Lucy. You didn't watch it as a kid. And, no, did Maybe you watch I Love Lucy thing. as a kid? Yes. Did you oh grow up in the 30s? Like, what? It was on Nick at Night in, like, the 90s. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I love it. Maybe it's a girl thing. Because me and my best friend, we love I Love Lucy. I just don't think it's a good show anyway. So I don't know why we <laughs> needed this movie about it. And it just felt weird. Nicole Kidman looked so... Or not. If I don't think it's a good show, <laughs> no one else does, and we don't need the movie. I just, like, felt like I needed... Like, I, it felt like I was taking a final for an I Love Lucy test, and I hadn't studied at all the entire semester. Like, that's what the movie felt like. Also, maybe Sorkin should just stick to, like, writing scripts and not directing. Mm. Like, I love him as a writer, but, you know, come on, buddy. Maybe... Yeah. Maybe Molly's game was, you should have ended there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then I watched The Matrix Resurrections. Um, Exactly what I expected it to be. It's my highest rated Matrix at two and a half stars. It's not good. (laughs) It's just not good. You didn't like the first one? No. I love Keanu. I love literally all the actors that are in this, except for um, uh, the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Um, the, Is the guy from How I Met Your Mother in this? Yeah, the Neil Patrick Harris. Barney, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, um, interesting. But yeah, it's just—I mean, it's just so, the Matrix is. Stu- Danny, back Did me up on this. Did he have a sick leather jacket? Danny, back me up on this. You think the Matrix is stupid, also? Yeah, I've only seen the first one, and I gave it three stars, and that was like a "I get why you like it" type of three. Like, I, 
Yeah, it's not my not my thing. I am gonna rewatch it. I've only seen it once. It was a couple years ago. I'm gonna rewatch the first Matrix and then try to watch the new one, just to like give it a chance because so many people do love it. But yeah, not super impressed on my first viewing of the Matrix. Yeah, it's just not my thing. Man, it ages. It aged weird, and I don't know. It's just not my not my jam. But it is on HBO Max, so you don't have to pay to see this one. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Um, and then I watched Come On, Come On, the Joaquin Phoenix A24 movie. I thought it was amazing. I really mm-hmm. loved it. Uh, but I also really connected with it because I'm an uncle also, and it's about an uncle and his nephew like traveling around America while he's like taking care of him while his mom's dealing with some stuff. So I really liked it. Danny, it is in black and white, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to watch it. <laughs> um, Swing and a miss. I did watch Wolf. The movie we talked about last week. It God. was fucking weird. <laughs> There's a is that another A twenty four one or is that just I don't weird? know. I think it's just a weird English movie. I, I just assume all super weird movies are A twenty four movies at this point, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, so Wolf was pretty much exactly what you expected it to be. Just cool idea. This is dumb. See, it sounds like a dumb idea. On paper, it seems interesting, but when you put it into practice, this is stupid. I just, uh, it's a very weird trend that we have in films now where it's just like movie title, one word, name of animal. Wolf, wolf, lamb. You got pig, wolf, lamb, and dog coming out next year. I don't don't want that movie to come out. Can we like petition for that? Because the dog's going to die. We all know that dog's going to (laughs) die. I'm not watching a Channing Tatum dog movie. Uh, what else? Um, I finished Hawkeye. It was all right. It was good. It's, Three and a half it stars. Good. It's good. It's yeah. my favorite MCU show so far. I like it. I haven't, I haven't seen Loki, so I can't say that like definitively, but it's my favorite of the ones I've seen. I, I liked it. I liked Loki. Loki's my favorite MCU show. This is like mm-hmm. third behind WandaVision at number two. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was fun. I mean, it's Haley Steinfeld, and then you have Florence Pugh. Like, come on. Yeah. You, I you, wonder if... I wonder if this one, part of it is this one doesn't binge as well, because I watched it week by week, and I had a lot of fun talking about each episode with people, and that added to the enjoyment of it, and what's going to happen next, and who are we going to see, and blah, 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 and so like that added some to me for sure, and I know you waited a while to binge it, so that might have been part of why I liked it so much more. Yeah. Um, that, and you know me, I'm just a, I'm a hoe for Haley Seinfeld and Florence Pugh, so... Did Ellen just quit the podcast? <laughs> I, she she audibly said, instead of just like giving us the hand signal to keep going like we always do, she said, hey, y'all keep going, and she walked away. So, <laughs> I don't know. She's checking on her dog. Um, okay, then I watched Rumble, which was that Paramount Plus movie, animated movie about the wrestlers that like the WWE like produced. I've about never even these, heard like, of this. Monster, like the biggest sport in this world is like giant monsters that wrestle it literally got like this movie got pushed back like five or six times and then just ended up on paramount plus but yeah i saw i saw rumble my review is nothing says quality filmmaking like a chumbawamba needle drop so i gave that two stars (laughs) heck yeah pretty bad um and then i watched all all movies all movies need a chumbawamba song in the soundtrack i've said that for years yeah 
Um, and then I watched Don't Look Up, which I really liked. Um, I know a lot of people aren't going to vibe with it too much. The movie just is polarizing. I've seen yeah. like I've seen a few five stars. I've seen a handful of two stars, and I've seen a few like DNFs on my Letterbox Friends review. They just hmm. straight up didn't finish it because they hated it so much. Yeah, so, I really loved polarizing. it. Timothy Chalamet was freaking hilarious in this, and so is Meryl Streep. Apparently, Meryl Streep like improved all of her lines, and Adam McKay said she's. The, funniest actor he's ever worked with and he worked with john c riley and will ferrell so like <laughs> yeah more shots to that broken relationship with will ferrell <laughs> yeah um but like i mean timothy chalamet so good at this he is hilarious and i'm almost convinced that he improved all of his lines because there's some lines he says in this that like adam mckay is like way too old to like even write it's just very generational kind of thing. I don't have either of y'all watched this yet on Netflix. Not yet. No, I think I'm probably going to skip this one. I gave it four stars. I mean, it's never going to end up in my top 10, but like, I love the way Adam McKay makes movies, even though it's very different than everyone else. Timothy Chalamet um, is so far down this cast list. And he's, he's only, the only person he's that talking about. Yeah. He's only in it for like 45 minutes. Of the two hours and eighteen minutes, he's movie. the only person that you <laughs> Jonah Hill's really good. Jennifer Lawrence is like all right, like she You're does. Obsessed, it's weird. Leo, of course, Leo's just doing Leo shit. Like he doesn't really need to. Tr- he's like the actor that doesn't need to try or tries really hard, but it just looks like he just doesn't need to try. You know, mm-hmm. like you know those athletes that are just so good that it looks like they're not trying. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like that. Um, then I saw Encanto, which. It's it's a Disney animated movie. Yeah. Three and a half stars. As good it's, as like Coco or No, not as good as Coco. Coco's okay. like the best Disney movie. Yeah. Um but I mean, it's exactly what you expect it to be. So, which is good. When it comes to Disney at this point, like what you expect is very good, but like yeah. you're not going to be surprised by anything. So, I gave it three and a half stars. And then I watched The Hand of God, which I really loved. It's an Italian movie. Um, set in Naples in the 80s, and Mamma Mia, it's like I stepped into Danny's house for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You did the finger thing and everything. Is it the one with Penelope Cruz? No, I don't think Penelope Cruz is in this. Uh, I don't think anyone famous is is in this. Um, It's the same guy that that directed The Two Popes a few years ago. But um, I liked that movie. Yeah. I also grew up catholic so this is really good it center it centers around this kid who wants to be a filmmaker while going through like family tragedy while also like everyone's like obsessed with maradona coming to to napoli for the soccer team maradona is like probably the greatest soccer player of all time if y'all didn't know um so it's like centered around that nah pele is all right but like maradona's the best Okay. He just has I a checkered pass, so like people kind of look over it. Um, but uh, yeah, what about Christian Pulisic? I'm pretty sure he's the it's best. Pulisic. Whatever, Come on, dude. dude. What about David Beckham? God. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Um, but yeah, it was a really good movie. I think Danny. I think your family would actually love Hand of God. I think they'd yeah. really connect with it. You know nothing about my family. <laughs> you literally don't know anything <laughs> about my family. <laughs> but yeah, those are all they the twenty. Not, I watched a lot of twenty twenty one content, so that would be pissed and then fall asleep five minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the twenty twenty one content I watched. <laughs> if it's not Yellowstone, my dad is not interested in watching it, <laughs> and that goes for everything. Yo, Ugh. Yellowstone kind of slaps though. 
if we're going to be honest. Okay, I've, I've heard that from a few people that yeah. aren't just like... I watched the know. first episode. The first episode's an hour and a half long. It's a freaking movie. Well, yeah, it's the first episode. Pilot you got to go big. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I watched... Because I like... I'm back in a video game mood finally for the first time in like a really long time. And I decided to restart Red Dead Redemption 2. And I was like, I may as well just dive all into the cowboy thing. Because I thought <laughs> Yellowstone was like an old west no, it's Movie? like set or present show? day. Yeah, I didn't know that until the very first shot of the first episode is like a turned over truck. I was like, oh, this is apparently present day. But, but they yeah. are coming out with a prequel series. Already, yeah, yeah. first two episodes are already out. I already watched yeah. it. Tim McGraw is surprisingly not annoying in this movie. Like oh. Tim McGraw can act if like, you know the time and space is right. He's like Friday Night's level. Ooh. Tim McGraw in this show. I'm surprised how they're going to like, I mean, obviously there's no mentioning it, but like having Faith Hill in this series set in 1883 when she's had like 21st century plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when, I hate when they hire actresses that I didn't really notice it for like a period piece. I didn't really it's, notice it. I'm sure. But like, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Have either of y'all started watching uh, MacGruber? Not yet. I didn't know it was out yet. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. All the f- whole first season's out. First season. Yeah. I feel like that's let me tell you. I'm, I'm just gonna have to take a day to binge it. Let me tell you, it will not disappoint. Perfect. <laughs> what what streaming service is it on? Peacock. Peacock. I don't have Peacock. Do you have Xfinity cable service? No, I don't oh. have any cable service. Who, who pays for a cable now? Even Other my parents pay- cut the cord. I do. Well, I you do, have so 36 get, roommates, so that I do. Matter. So we could get the SEC network and Red Zone. So we have. Cable. If I had 14 roommates I was living with, I would also probably have cable. <laughs> really I will say one of the saddest here. days of my dad's life was when they cut the cord and he no longer had the Longhorn Network, so he could watch the 2005 Rose Bowl every few weeks. Spied on DVD, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. But yeah, it's I, better I, when you just catch it on the Longhorn Network, you know? <laughs> right. I was planning on diving all into Yellowstone because I thought it was all cowboys, and it's apparently just Succession, but Monta- but Montana. Like, is that basically what the show is? Yeah, I feel like we've told you this before, or I've I told really... you that. Yeah, you, again, you got to remember, don't listen super close. So <laughs> it's all just one in one ear and out the other for like most things that everyone says to me at this point in my life. So, so I, deepest apologies. Um, it's been over twenty minutes. Do we want to talk about the holiday? Have y'all not watched anything new since we last recorded? Uh, no. No, just Christmas movies. Like yeah, we same. we try really hard during like almost all of October to watch only scary movies and all of December to watch only Christmas movies. Yeah. So, kind of hold off the good ones till the end. So this past week it's been like Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, stayed up late on Christmas Eve to watch Muppets Christmas Carol with my mom, which is our tradition. Nice. Um, and then watch Love Actually yesterday so tis the season to be jolly and joy <laughs> we can talk about it's christmas carol if you want to talk about this christmas it is a perfect film <laughs> yeah uh yeah no just the cowboy game for me so not really anything to report over here <sighs> just absolutely killing the football let's team. go boys <laughs> uh all right do we want to talk about the holiday yeah, let's movie get, we watched for this. <laughs> yeah, get the summary over with. <laughs> God, spoiler alert! Ty, I forgot to write the summary again. He's had to do it like four times and has forgotten twice. So, 
<laughs> he, he see what he whipped up. I'm excited to hear that. Uh, movie we watched for this episode is th- 2006's The Holiday, directed by Nancy Myers, starring Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black. Has a 3.3 rating on Letterboxd and 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Two women, one from the United States and one from the United Kingdom, swap homes at Christmas time after bad breakups with their boyfriends. Each woman finds a romance with a local man but realizes that the imminent return home may end their relationship. Uh, Ty, let's see what you whipped up for the summary this week, bud. Yeah, so uh, we switched. We're recording on Sunday instead of a Monday. We switched real quick, so I had to pivot and watch this movie at midnight last night on Christmas. So I was up till 2.30 and just went to bed and forgot to write the summary. So here's the summary I wrote in five minutes right before we started recording. <laughs> it's going to be real bad, everybody. So just heads up. Um, okay. Kate Winslet is in love with the bad guy from A Knight's Tale. Cameron Diaz can't find a man that can keep up with their work schedule. Their solution? Travel across the world and swap houses with someone they've never met. Somehow Cameron Diaz's annoying-ass character gets Jude Law to fall in love with her, and we spend way more time with this couple than the two people that actually matter, Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Both of them figure out how to get out of their toxic relationships and, in my mind, live happily ever after as the most perfect couple in movie history. And that's the end of my story. I feel like you, I feel like you actually <laughs> nailed it. You kind of got everything that is worth mentioning. You know I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you could have gone into like a lot of specifics about like the courting prop, but no, like you kind of nailed it. As yeah. long as you mentioned that Cameron Diaz's annoying ass character doesn't deserve Jack Black, that's really Jude all. Long. Or Jude, Jude Law, I mean, that's really <laughs> shouldn't yeah. deserve Jack Black either, to be honest. But uh, yeah, um, Penny, <sighs> calm down. Penny's a big Cameron Diaz fan. Penny's pissed Penny about Penny the Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Penny <laughs> loves Cameron Diaz and is super mad at us for slandering her. It's Come crazy. Here. Um, I don't know. I think Penny might love Cameron Diaz because doesn't Cam love Cameron Diaz? No. From the mask? Wasn't that his first crush? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, like, she looks so different. That was his first crush. Cameron Diaz from the mask. Those are two different people. No, it's literally the same character. She plays the same character in every movie. Uh, She's the Seth Rogen of actresses. Sorry, Danny. I cut you off like three times. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We're just kind of a regular old episode of Whistwam, you know. Um, what did you know about this movie going in? Um, I just knew this was a holiday fixture. Um, it's my sister-in-law's like favorite movie of all time. Um, nice. Found that out after I gave my opinions on it. So that was an interesting morning after christmas um um, but yeah i didn't other than like i knew there was a cute ass cottage and like this cast i didn't really know anything else about it yeah uh ellen what's your background with it um yeah uh what year did this movie come out oh six six yeah yeah so i was in high school so yeah i probably i saw it maybe even in theaters like i've seen i've known about this movie and have watched it every year ever since um yeah i absolutely love this movie um we'll definitely get into it when we get into highlights but like Jew law like him and this character that he plays is like top three characters for me as far as like fictional crushes like i am in love and the house dream house mm-hmm. that cottage in england yeah i think about it all the time 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel I've seen this one a bunch. I think, like weirdly, a bunch. I, I don't know why. I think maybe like my mom loves it, and so like she would always put it on when it was on TBS on a Sunday afternoon or whatever when I was in high school. Um, that's kind of the only. <laughs> It's the only way I can think of because I know that I've seen this movie a bunch and I don't really know why. It's just one of those. You know what I mean? Like, it's just been on a ton. Um, yeah, it's very often on, like, yeah. basic cable. It's a heavy um, hitter for, like, USA Network. <laughs> it was on at a bar that I went to a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah. That's and I was like... <laughs> That's weird. I was like, we're That's... sitting next to the TV. <laughs> Did you ask, ask the bartender, hey, could you turn that up? Could you, like, Do shush I? everybody and turn the TV up, please? It'd be great. I was like, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't need to listen to whatever music is playing right now. It's Mr. Ellen, you want to go head. first with okay. your highs? <laughs> you want to go first with your highs, Ellen? Oh, sure, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go back to, yeah, Jude Law is kind of perfect in this movie. Um like I said, it's a top three hot performance from him, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Number one being uh, Mr. Ripley. Um, this probably being number two. And number three, Alfie. But I haven't seen any of those movies. You've never seen Talented Mr. Ripley? No. Oh, we're watching it. <laughs> that is one of the most like, okay. beautiful cast of people like in their prime i always like, thought it was ever. okay but is it a good movie i always thought yeah, it was a it's movie it's also a very good movie <laughs> i always thought it was a movie about a magician so i avoided it oh no 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 no. because okay, like we're gonna watch it something titled the talented mr ripley clearly is a movie about a magician am i wrong Mm-mm. like you're very wrong that sounds like a movie about a magician mm, yeah. paltrow's in it <laughs> <laughs> but it's like peak with paltrow <laughs> Yeah, She's it's, actually it's like pre, really, really good in it. Is it pre-goop? Going yeah. to Paltrow? This is the 90s. This movie came... Counts of Mr. Ripley came out in the 90s. Like, you'll... We're going to watch it. You're going to love it. Okay. Anyways, back to Jude Law in this. Uh, he looks amazing. His character is amazing. Um, all the interactions with him and his daughters. Um, just oh. perfection. Oh. That scene. My just God. makes me fall in love every time. Um yeah, I I could I could go on and on, but I won't. Um, and then another highlight for me is the character Arthur. I just love yeah. that old man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's amazing. So great. And when he's teaching her about old Hollywood and how she needs gumption, and I'm like, I just I wish he was my grandpa. <laughs> like, he's so great. Those um, those like group of old men that were celebrating Hanukkah. It was a blast. I wanted to <laughs> hang out. I've never wanted to hang out with old men in my life more than that moment. And yeah. the fact that like just like as these old men are just like they live in Hollywood and they just have like an Oscar here and an Oscar there just sitting on their mantle or like underneath a pile of old scripts from the fifties and you're like, Who I wanna know you so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, another one of my highlights uh, is the scene in Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, randomly? Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> no lines. Can't go just anywhere. Looks at so, him. 
shakes his so head. So I found out. I had this in the fun facts section. Uh, but So on an episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Dustin Hoffman said that his cameo in the film was unplanned and not scripted. He was driving by the blockbuster video shown in the film, saw the cameras and equipment, so he decided to stop in and see what was happening. Because he knew writer and director Nancy Myers, they worked up a scene which ultimately made the final cut. So he's just being nosy. Like, Dustin Hoffman is just being That's nosy awesome. as hell, driving by a blockbuster. Like, oh, I'm going to crash this movie set, and then they write him into a quick cameo in the movie. It's so fun. That's how all cameos should be. That's a blast. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's clout is that what that is. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, another one. So that kind of segues into my, my next high is just Nancy Myers. My goodness. Um, she's just the greatest of all time, and there's nothing like a Nancy Myers kitchen. And like she does it so well by picking like either sets or locations or whatever in this cottage is maybe my absolute favorite of the Nancy Myers houses slash kitchens where rom-coms are set. So the house is another big highlight for me. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Sweet. Ty, what about you? Yeah. So um, obviously English accents. I love English accents in any movie. I just love them. They're so charming. I just like it. It makes a movie better in my mind, which is probably a dumb, ignorant American <laughs> thing to think. But no, it's whatever. a it's a it's a correct opinion to have. Yeah, um, the cottage. I mean, look, we're all three. This is all going to be in our highs. That cottage is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I want to live in that cottage so bad. Um, this is. I just. I was writing this down on a notepad. I'd been drinking all day. It was about 1.30 in the morning, and I wrote, did this movie invent Airbnb? So I guess that's a high in my mind because I wrote <laughs> it in the high section. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Apparently, the homeexchange.com was like a thing. Insane and that that was a thing. Crazy. After this movie came out, that it, like it boomed. It got so much like traffic and people using it after this movie came out. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I couldn't that's imagine. A, it's a fucking crazy thing that ever happened i'm sorry but i would like i'm fine which is so weird that like i'm fine with the idea of like putting up my house for an airbnb but like a house exchange i'm like no i don't don't want to do that that's weird Um, i mean as i did a lot of dog sitting all through college and like beyond and i've stayed in so many people's homes but truly the idea of swapping homes with someone that crosses some kind of line in my mind that I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Staying in someone else's house that they like live in is weird. Like, cause an, an Airbnb, you're like, Oh, it they is. don't live here full time. Yeah. It's fine. This is basically like a big hotel, but just knowing that like they live there and are coming back soon, I would be so neurotic the whole time. Just making sure that everything was like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, can attest. That's how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> Dog sat for way too many people that I truly didn't know. Yeah. Um, I did not like Cameron Diaz in this, but getting drunk and jamming to Mr. Brightside is the <laughs> one of the most relatable things I've ever seen in film, like ever. That I've done that it is very multiple relatable. times. <laughs> so, love that. Uh, the music. I love the like for a mu- for a movie that revolves around you have a character who is a composer. They did have a really good score for this movie mm-hmm. and it was pretty yeah. understated. It wasn't like grand or anything like that, but it was really good. And the needle drops were amazing. Like you have Mr. Brightside, you have jet, 
like when she wakes up, um, when Kate Winslet wakes up in, in Cameron Diaz's house. It's just, you know, all the songs were great. You got Ella Fitzgerald's Christmas song. Ugh, mm-hmm. So good. Um, yeah. Jude Law carries literally every scene with Cameron Diaz. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't have back problems because, good mm-hmm. God, he is li- <laughs> like, he's the reason this movie didn't fail. Yeah. The only reason because yeah. of stupid Cameron Diaz. He is emoting for for everyone. Like, oh my gosh, he's trying so and you can tell that he is literally trying so hard and he's putting on a performance like, of a lifetime. Make the scene work. Yeah. Yeah. It is like he's literally explaining that he's a widower and it's like I'm giving you so much mm. stuff to work on and you're not giving me anything except oh, I'm Cameron Diaz. Like I'm ditzy and that's my thing. Like, like oh, my life is just so complicated because like my parents got divorced when I was a kid. You know? <laughs> like he had so much to his character and her whole thing was like, well, I can't cry. Like, cool, man. Cool. Um, and then, also, we know that about you, Cameron Diaz. I don't think you've ever successfully done it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my, I mean, I kind of wish we got a, just a romantic comedy of just Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Because I love that so much. And then my last high, Jack Black's reaction when he gets the kiss from Kate Winslet. And he just goes, yes. Yeah. A little little silent fist pump. Yeah. choice. Yeah. Amazing. There's a lot of really good, like, physical acting, flirting between the two of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, when they're caught in the wind and she has something in her eye. And like when the, he like accidentally like nudges her yeah. and like yeah. tries to play it off and um, are he kisses her little, twice. Like, yeah, the yeah, Sorry, it, yeah, sorry about the second kiss and that it lingered a little bit too long. <laughs> that should not have like just so natural and funny and charming. I yeah. like that they made both of those characters like their problem was exactly the same problem, mm-hmm. and they had to like get to but know in each a other believable to, way, not yeah. in a way that felt like a stretch to make them right. line up. Like it yeah. felt like a believable thing. Yeah. But also was not hard for the audience to believe that both of those characters are better than the circumstances they're in and, and deserve better. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously like Kate wins. It's like gorgeous or whatever, but they really play out. They really play up the, like, she doesn't see it within herself, how great she is. And you know, the same with Jack black. It's like, I don't know, but they, they did a, Nancy Myers did a really great job of like letting the audience see right away that these are two like fantastic people that both deserve better in their life. And they're going to like find it together. And it's just like, Oh, watching it yeah. all unfold. So great. Yeah. So, sorry. I forgot one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Jasper, the guy that plays Jasper, just so good at playing the worst person in every movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I immediately saw him on screen and I was watching the first half of my stepbrother and I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah, he's he's going to be the worst person in the movie. The I guarantee guy. it because he's the bad guy from A Knight's Tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a classic bad guy face. Which is like, I feel like that's your only option. If you're English and you're going to be mm-hmm. an actor, you're either going to be like an Oscar-worthy actor or you're just going to be like a career bad guy. Like, what are the other options? <laughs> Jude, Jude Law. Jude Law. He's got some Oscar-worthy... Just- charming handsome boy or like roles. taking all of the like good american jobs yeah or hugh grant <laughs> you know you can go down the yeah. hugh grant route yeah actually like there are lots of options you're just wrong i think but that's okay there are a lot of english bad guys though yeah that's true cool um 
music by Hans Zimmer is not something I was expecting for the freaking holiday. <laughs> this this rom com starring That's Cameron what? Diaz from two thousand six. Penny, you gotta chill out, okay? Ellen just keeps leaving. Penny hates Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Sorry, hey, my what parents the, just got home. <laughs> what the hell does Penny have against Hans Zimmer? Huh? Since oh, I started talking about him, everything. But yeah, I just Hans Zimmer has done so many like of these big epic scores for these like huge movies, and also this rom com starring Cameron Diaz. It's just that's absolutely lovely, and like every yeah. note just makes you feel like. Mm, Christmas and I'm yeah. in love. Was I feel like Hans Zimmer it. has <clears throat> Hans Zimmer has like multiple movies where like you look at the score and you're like, oh, Hans Zimmer composed this. Like I think there's yeah. like at least five movies where you're like, this makes no sense. Like yeah. why did he do this? And this is one of them. Getting that uh, money, but also still doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie did an excellent job of casting the shitty ex boyfriends. Like both of those guys suck, and like. Our play sucky characters and everything there. And you talked about Rufus Sewell uh, already. Like, he is just an asshole in every movie he's ever been in. I don't even know the other guy that played Cameron Diaz's ex boyfriend, but he's so punchable. Like, I, he's, um, I don't he's know the guy who he was. He's Private Ryan who's like. Oh, see, I don't. <laughs> I didn't know who he was, but like the whole time I was like, this guy's definitely in at least two episodes of Entourage. Like, oh, for, for sure. <laughs> He's a producer sure. of Entourage. <laughs> yeah, that makes there you go. sense. Oh my gosh, yeah. That I'm almost positive. Sense. Let me, hang on, let me confirm because, yeah, Edward Burns, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like, he is, he's just screams douchebag. Everything yeah, about that guy. Just like when he was on screen, just immediately the intro to Entourage just came into my head. Just that guy loves Barstool Sports. His, his, yeah. That guy listens to oh, Joe Rogan religiously. Yeah. He didn't produce Entourage, but he's been in many episodes. Yeah, at least a handful. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's got um, a Saturdays for or for the boys bathrobe that he wears every yeah. single Saturday. It's his own little tradition. Yeah, That's The best thing he is. ever did was be in Saving Private Ryan, and he's the guy that you watch the whole time going, he kind of looks like Ben Affleck. In his helmet, but I know that's not Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, watching Kate Winslet run around the big house like a giddy little child was so sweet and fun. So relatable. She, yeah, she's just so excited and jumping on the bed, and she got so stoked when she found out about like, the motorized blackout curtains, which is the same, like as, the dream. When we all, yeah. yeah. So just everything. She's just so sweet and fun and charming. Um, I love Jack Black. He's incredible in this. Jude Law, so handsome and charming. Kate Winslet, so fun, so good. That's all the cast notes. Uh, <laughs> no one else will be mentioned. Uh, no, I love the charming old man. It's just you love a charming old man in oh. movies. There really is. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. You know? um, it's a. It's just such a pure friendship yeah. that forms between the two of them. It makes me happy. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, the movie trailer voice popping in randomly is kind of funny. I kind of like that bit. Uh, it's it, If it did it a ton, it would be really annoying, but it only did it like three or four times, and so it didn't bother me too much. Um, the cutest children in the entire world like uh, that yeah. I've ever seen. I mean... If it, is there anything... The only thing better than a British accent is a tiny little child <laughs> British accent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids who have... <laughs> kids who have like British or like Australian accents and also kids cussing. 
I just yeah. Two oh of the my best god, you could, could you, have in movies. Could you imagine a little tiny British kid cussing? If oh, that, if that <laughs> little girl had said, "Daddy, could you do Mister Napkinhead?" and just called him a fucker or something, <laughs> I would have died. It would have been a five star automatic five star movie, or even just a bloody hell under her mouth, like under her breath. Yeah, (laughs) do Mister Napkinhead, you bitch! Like this is the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. If she does that, um, speaking of that little girl just coming in so clutch with, we never have grown ups here that are girls. So clutch, the like Mm -hmm. best wingman moment I've ever seen in a movie. I think. Oh, she is the ultimate wing woman. That (laughs) incredible girl. Uh, I just wrote down, holy shit, a blockbuster. It just feels nice seeing blockbusters. You know what I mean? Isn't it nice? There's just something about seeing a blockbuster that's just lovely. Uh, the Dustin Hoffman cameo is funny. Uh, I think what's gotten into me is something slightly resembling gumption is probably the best line in the Such movie. Such a good line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kate Winslet. Kate freaking Winslet. She's so good. Um, and the last thing I wrote is, I am so invested specifically in the Kate Winslet half of this movie. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. I just want, like, it's yeah. like love actually. Like I want an entire movie of the Liam Neeson story. Like yeah. I just want an entire movie of just Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Like yeah. I love it. I love that this movie. With the old man. The, them and, them yeah. and Arthur, Arthur. That's, that's what I want. Yeah. I yeah. love and that she this calls movie. calls her brother Jude Law every like yeah. 25 yeah, great. minutes. Fine. Cool. Put him on that's the totally yeah. fine. <laughs> and I love that this movie gave us the cottage, but honestly, I would have been fine without it. I would have lived without it. Just, if we'd she's just staying got, in an Airbnb. That's yeah. great. In LA. That's totally yeah. fine. Does not matter. <laughs> Do not care. Just give me more Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and whoever the old man is. Arthur. Uh, Ty, do you want to give your lows? Yeah. So, yeah, that voiceover, um, it kind of just the whole time I was like, no wonder you can't cry. You have your schizophrenic. This is weird that you're just like... <laughs> Just your movie trailers in your head. Yeah, you're you need like actual real help and not just a getaway in a cottage in England. Um, also, yeah. a movie trailer producer is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> Who do you? How do you think those get made? Yeah, I figured the studio just does them. I mean, some some of them might do it in house, but there are people that like their job is making trailer making movie trailers. Oh, okay. <laughs> So yes, um, they just appear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah appear out of nowhere. <laughs> um, this is totally a personal thing, and actually shouldn't it should belong somewhere between highs and lows because neither for me. But it's just Happy Christmas always throws me off instead of Merry Christmas. Oh and yeah, it's the, just the, an the American British thing. Happy yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Whatever they say, Happy Christmas. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. That uh, you sound. I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't. I, it immediately puts me back in. Harry Potter, because that's the first time I ever heard it when Hermione goes, "Happy Christmas, Harry! Happy yeah. Christmas!" And I'm like, "What?" I got like presents. Years old, going, "What?" <laughs> not me, not Hermione. You. you. Oh, that's awesome. We got that. Harry we got Potter. the. Did great. We got the ornament that says that. So nice. There's like a whole series of ornaments you can get that are all Harry Potter, and they all speak. And if you get them all, it essentially like performs the entire Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone movie. That's um, what? Ours, Wait, that's yeah. insane. What? <laughs> that's insane. They're made by Hallmark. Um, so a friend of ours has most of them, and we, uh, we, over, we always go to their house for Friend of the White Elephant. So, like, the tree topper is a Hogwarts, and it, it wires, like, into all these other ornaments of all the characters. 
So it goes through the whole movie and if you in the when it cuts to a character's line and like say you have the Harry ornament, that ornament like lights up and it comes out of that speaker and then like the rest of the movie's coming out of the Hogwarts tree topper. And they just came out this year with a specific one of Ron on top of the you know, the wizard's chess piece. What the hell? And he says those lines. So I being I mean, these are like really expensive. So I was like, I just have to have this How one. Many I don't care. I would spend, spend my entire paycheck on this. I love yeah, this. They're, um, they're made by Hallmark. You can buy all of them on Amazon. Um, But I don't know why I'm shouting this out. They're not sponsoring this, but whatever. Um, Harry Potter. Can you imagine us. Hallmark um, calls us? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we specifically bought the ornament this year because I had to have it where he's like... <laughs> Name. Not, not Hermione. Me, not Hermione. You. <laughs> but he's like, when I make my move, you are free to check the king. No. Ron, no. <laughs> crazy. Can you imagine one of your friends just be like, hey, why don't you come over and stare at my tree for two and a half hours while it plays Sorcerer's Stone for us? It Well, it's not like it's not we just watch that, the movie? No, the tree's playing it. <laughs> we did that. We went over to their house for... You just stared at their tree for two and a half hours. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it's not literally the whole thing, but it goes through all the scenes. It starts with Hagrid arriving and telling how him long he's a wizard. does it take? Um, about forty-five minutes. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that sounds so fun. We're y'all all drinking and listening to this because we're just standing there drinking, yep. watching the tree. Yep. <laughs> and we're going. Oh, now that ornament's talking. Oh, now that ornament's. Talking. I would do this in a heart. <laughs> White people need to be stopped. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to ask our friends to take a video of it, and I'll send it to y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really they, how are they going to send it to us? That's a whole movie, Ellen. It's only 45 minutes. To you. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, they have a tripod. Um. Okay, should I I'm keep going on with my list? <laughs> yes, sorry. I had to do that aside, but it oh, was no, it's really fine. important. I'm glad you told me because <laughs> I'm, I'm spending my entire next paycheck on that for next year. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I mean, Diaz is annoying as an actress in every movie she's in. Where I mean, she's the worst part of this movie. Yeah, yeah. She I'm, makes decent rosé though. I recently bought a bottle of her <laughs> <Hawaiian> label. Cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Then there's not my list anymore. I can't make everything I said. <laughs> yeah, she's just not good in any movie. I'm sorry, like. She's never been the best part of any movie she's been in. Um, That's true. Even ever. the ones I really like that she's in. My my dad, um, I don't know. He sent in a voicemail, but my dad, I was talking to him about it, and she's and he was like, yeah, she peaked, and there's something about Mary, and she's been bad ever since. Because <laughs> he just loves that movie so much. I mean, yeah, it makes, it, that tracks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not good. She's not a good actress. She's incredibly good-looking. Like, beautiful, but my God, can she not act? <laughs> she can't. Um, yeah, and then my other low, basically the same thing. Every time we went back to England, I just wanted to go back to L.A. I was just like, when are we going back to L.A.? And there was a long stretch where, like, we didn't go back to L.A. for a while. And I was yeah. just like, okay, when's this happening? Let's go. Come on, let's move on. I don't care about this montage between jude law and cameron diaz i just want to see jack black making weird noises with his mouth to kate winslet like that's what i want 
singing whatever score he's writing. Give me an hour of Jack Black singing Scroodly Doo. Get me out of when, England with Cameron Diaz, dude. dude. This, I mean, going back to my highs, when Jack Black met Kate Winslet for the first time and Marconi was playing in the background the score from Once Upon a Time in America, like, I hate that movie, but the score from that movie is probably one of the greatest of all time. And with that playing in the background, like, my God, that was, I almost started crying. With that playing in the background, it was so good. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll go next. Um, yeah, you. I'm not gonna go very long on it because you already did. Cameron Diaz, not a good actress. Uh, worst part of this movie. It's fine. Um, did Iris just leave her dog with a stranger? <laughs> That's. I had. To, I had to ask Iris's my brother. Dog just stayed behind. I had to ask my brother. I was like, "Is that Cameron Diaz's dog? Because I haven't seen. I haven't." seen this dog the entire movie and it's yeah. just there when Cameron Diaz is there. Can you imagine mm-hmm. like not only are you just letting a stranger that you've never met and just sent a few instant messages to come you're swapping houses with them. You're also just like leaving your dog behind and hey my will dogs. you hope you take care of it. Mm-mm. My dogs will one they would bite them like bad. Um if a stranger just waltzed into our house um but yeah, no, hell no. That's the craziest <laughs> thing in this movie. Like, uh, lots of crazy, dumb stuff happens in this movie. The absolute most insane thing is that she just left her dog there. Yeah, why didn't she ask her brother to take care Leave of it the with dog? her brother? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, He's right those, there. Or, or her parents were Jude Law's daughters were staying with. Well, like, why? <laughs> she had she so many options there. to put this dog somewhere. It's insane. Yeah, um, it's like I'm hopping on a plane for the next 20 hours, and at some point a woman. Yeah, will that's be not here. a short flight. <laughs> at some point, someone will be here to let you out. Yeah, and feed you. Crazy man, <laughs> couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> this is so dumb, but I had to write it down. The scene where Amanda and Graham are on their like first official date, they're like out having lunch and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that like date montage starts. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happens with the date montage is she feeds him some of her food, and it's just like a piece of lettuce. It's just like a single piece of lettuce from a side salad, and he's like, "Oh, that's the best thing." Good. (laughs) He's like, "Oh, that's delicious. I love that so much." Like, who the hell? Like, what? It's the dumbest thing. I I hate that I notice stuff like that and then can't like pick up on big picture themes of movies. But I'm just like, what the fuck? It's a piece of lettuce. Uh, it made me laugh really hard, so hard that I didn't even pay attention to the rest of the stupid montage. Like, hey man, insane. when when lettuce is fresh, it hits hard. <laughs> it's just like, it, it, his reaction, especially in the dead of winter in the <laughs> British countryside. His reaction was just like, "Oh my god, that was delicious!" Like it's a it's a piece of lettuce, dude. It's incredible. Um, another thing does not matter. Couldn't help but notice it. Kate Winslet's cottage that has the world's smallest bathtub. Yeah. It was like it, Kate or Cameron Diaz, not a big person, could not fit her body into that bathtub. Well, she's pretty tall, but yeah. But that that is the one bad thing about that cottage because yeah. I'm cottage. I'm not a bath guy. I gotta take showers. Like, I don't. Whatever. I love a good bath. And if I'm on a vacation, more disappointing than like a bathtub that's too small. Yeah. Bathtub. I'm on a vacation. Need to take a bath. That's fine. Whatever. Out. That's the smallest bathtub really? I've ever seen in my life. No, bass freak me out because I'm just sitting there. It's like a soup 
bowl of all the filth that was on my well, body. All I day. think like you, How rin- I think you're supposed you? to like. I'm not, but it's still like this idea that I want it to be like a shower is like, you know, gone. It's all like I know, would love know? for like my shower to be basically a fire hose and just like rip all of this your stuff. Skin off. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I need. I won't feel clean if I take a bath. I will do never you not rinse clean. off before you take a bath? Isn't that a thing? That, no, I haven't like, taken a bath since I was five years old. So, no, <laughs> I don't rinse off before I take a bath. I used to take a bath after, like, if I had, like, a baseball tournament or a football game or something. Like, I would take, like, an Epsom salt bath or something. But, like, I always rinse off first so that I'm That's not just stewing in my own filth. Half of my Christmas gifts from other people were, like, bath-related. I got, like, a bunch of bath bombs and fun soaps and one of those, like, trays that you can put over the bath so you can, like, read yeah. or and, like, <laughs> put a glass of wine in the, like, opposite yeah. time. Yeah, Big I think, bath person. I think if you just rinse off first, <laughs> then it's bath fine. Person. It's not that bad. I have, like, deal. 30 bath bombs now in my bathroom just waiting to be used. <laughs> uh, the last low is that the writing is pretty standard rom-com clunky like it's not bro this is nancy one, myers she wrote nancy father myers. of the bride at one point jude law says i'm a book editor from london you're a movie trailer maker from la we're worlds apart like yeah dog i'm watching the movie like i that is the central theme of this movie is that you are worlds apart you didn't have to say it like it's just there's lots of clunkiness like that that is to be expected with a lot of rom-coms but i rolled my eyes so hard when he said that line I mean, yeah, it's, it's to be expected with Nancy Myers, but, like, I still think she's the greatest, like, rom-com. Yeah. Her and Nora Ephron are just Yeah, Nora Ephron's number it. one. I'm sorry, but <laughs> Nora Ephron is a leagues away from everyone. Well, yeah. I would think a Nancy, I, I would, just personal taste, I put Nancy Myers as a close number two, just because, like, her aesthetics are, they're it. Uh, didn't I mean, you hear him? He said they're leagues apart. Yeah, so. no, I'm right, Ellen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Ellen, I forgot the rules of this show. Um, yeah, I had lows. I mean, we've already talked about Cameron Diaz. I don't want to harp on it too much. Um, but my other lows, the yeah, also the movie trailer bit. Eh, we didn't need it. Um, but so, <laughs> the scene where Jude Law tells her he loves her after like two weeks. Um, bit weird. Makes me want to die a little bit. A uh, little creepy. Like mad creepy. He, it. it it does take what I consider one to be like the perfect like fictional boyfriend characters down a few pegs. If he's just yeah. like, it is an act of desperation at that point. He's so needy. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. They could have just not done that, and he would he would have been a perfect fictional boyfriend. Um, yeah. So that's that's a low in my book. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, this this movie is just so like cozy to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cozy movie for sure. I, that's why I was excited to watch it in this like weird in between Christmas and New Year's where it's like still feels like the holidays, but is it really? That's why this movie's kind of fits in perfectly there. But all right, any other highs or lows before we get onto the recast? Um, can we just talk about the cameo from Jim from The Office that was just randomly in there and he looked like <laughs> so, a child? He's just Cameron Diaz's employee, just randomly <laughs> just, for about thirty seconds. And Catherine Hahn. It's Catherine yeah, Hahn right. and Jim from The Office, like John Krasinski, who, like, Krasinski he's, looks like he's 19 years old. Probably yeah. was. 
Probably like heavy, probably still like waiting tables, just taking work where he could find it. <laughs> yeah. But that's like Catherine Hahn came on screen. And I was like, oh, yeah, Catherine Hahn, let's go. Oh, wait, no. The Office was already out for like two seasons. Yeah. The Office started in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like this early like, days of The Office. Yeah. This is like when like people were like, didn't know about The Office. And he was like, yeah. well, better keep taking these crappy. Yeah. But yeah, are, sorry. Are just you kidding me? Who wouldn't out. take also, that? Like, hey, hey, John, do you want to come to set? Yeah, you want to come to set one day? We're in and out in an hour. You have to pretend to be editing a movie trailer. That's it. Don't need you for anything else. And you get to meet Nancy Myers and like add her to somebody that like you know in the industry. Like that's kind of a big deal. And a nice little paycheck. Easy, easy yeah. money. Hey, you sit in a chair for the entire scene that you're in. You have to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. All right, anything else? All right, let's move on to the recast. This one's kind of a fun one to recast because it's so, like, open. Like, none mm-hmm. of these are particularly, like, taxing roles. So you can kind of go wherever you're with it. But, uh, Ty, you get to go first. Yeah. Um, first one up is Miles. So mm-hmm. didn't want to get someone who is just, like, strikingly, like, you know, like Jude Law level will distract you from what's going on. But, you know, good-looking guy, very charismatic um, you're never going to get another Jack Black. So it's got to be charismatic mm-hmm. in a different way. Um, so I'm going with Jonathan Majors as my Miles. Um, nice. Yeah. Hopefully you, I didn't Sorry, you said not distractively, distractingly <laughs> handsome? Is that what you said? Well, not too. Like, he's not going to be like, like, oh, my interesting, God, I can't. Interesting choice. Yeah. Not distractingly handsome, then Jonathan Majors. Interesting. <laughs> I'm okay. thinking Jonathan Majors gotcha. in Last Black Man. Not Jonathan Majors in The Harder They Fall. Listen, put him in very big difference. There's a very big difference in that. One of the most handsome people of all time. Um, For Graham, I'm going with my boy Dev Patel. Because, yep. So good. There were many options for this. Yeah. He's just so, he would be perfect on this. I had six Grams written down at one point. (laughs) And he was definitely one of them. We should have just. man in his 30s, there's like. (laughs) Give me all of them. We should have just turned this into a sub rankings episode where we just rank like all the people that could play Graham. Ugh. Yeah, I think we did that with the James Bond episode. Actually, yeah, so. there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you guys didn't ask me to be <laughs> a judge for that because it would just been like who's hottest. Um. Yeah. Uh, for my Amanda, I'm going with Anna De Armas, strikingly beautiful mm-hmm. and can act. So yep. mm-hmm. an improvement on Cameron Diaz. Um, and then for Iris, yeah. an actress I really love. She's in my favorite action movie of all time, Rebecca Ferguson. I oh. I think she would be perfect in this. I've only really ever seen her in action movies, so I'd kind of like to see her in this. You're talking about Fallout? Yeah. Yeah. Dev yeah. Patel and Rebecca Ferguson just spitting images of each other. Definite siblings. <laughs> oh, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, that wasn't actual. It was just Danny, chill days. out, dude. <laughs> People are adopted. Right, okay. Just immediately into the gaslighting. Right, Jeez, yeah. Danny. Uh, Ellen, go ahead. Um, okay, so for my Miles, um, yeah, I mean, I, there's just, there's no one else like Jack Black. So I'm just like, who is, can be charming and goofy and is good looking and i can see in a rom-com i went with jack lacy all right no idea who this is he's um <laughs> you're very good at casting people from like who it's probably were another a tv show that you've seen that i haven't seen she probably he's just looks late... up like okay who's on broadway that danny and ty would <laughs> <laughs> sorry i know people um 
or know about people. Uh, so no, he was in like the like later seasons of The Office. He was one of like the newer guys. Um, he was in the show High Fidelity. He played the guy. Remember those two watched... interns in the office in like season nine, and one was like the new Dwight, and one was the new Jim. Uh, oh yeah, he's he the new Jim. Was his name Pete? Was it Pete? Yeah, yeah, Pete. But you watched the first couple episodes of the High Fidelity show, right? Yeah, a couple of years. I don't remember anything about it. <sighs> Whatever. He's in being the Ricardos. He's in that movie. Oh, he is? Yeah. yeah. And he was also in White Lotus this past year. <laughs> he's very good in it. Um, so yeah, Jack Lacey. Um, so for my gram, this one was hard to pin down because there's just so many options. So many um, hot English dudes. <laughs> I mean, all I had to do was go look at my own list of like, men I have crushes on and it's mostly just Englishmen in their thirties. And I was like, mm, could be him. Could be him. Could be him. Um, so <laughs> I gotta make a choice here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Ben Barnes. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. He's a good one. Um, and then for a sorry, man... that just threw me off a tiny bit because like i one of my best friends is married to a guy named Ben Barnes. But I also know that that's actor, who she's picking. Yeah. And it, oh, you're picking Ben Bars from Houston, Your Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Your friend's brother. Yeah. My friend's no husband. Your friend's husband. husband. Sorry. Your friend's See, husband. she also doesn't really listen that closely when you talk. So. She doesn't listen to rankings. She doesn't listen to us when we're talking directly to her on our own podcast. Same. Same on both accounts. You gotta earn my attention. You know. Do we? <laughs> okay um and for amanda i went with oh now i gotta do the one that i think pairs better with ben barnes um i'm going with elizabeth olsen yeah that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) and then uh for iris i went with uh nicola coglin again danny you don't know who this is she She was in no, she was in Bridgerton and Dairy Girls. Oh, I watched some and of Bridgerton. Who is she? In Bridgerton. Who was she? That's what I'm yeah, asking. Who is she? Oh, I, 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 oh, hey, I, I saw it. Maybe you can tell name. me. No, it's okay, fine. The um, moment's passed. It's what's fine. her name? Nicola what? Coglin. Jokic. <laughs> oh, Nicola Jokic. Penelope. Vucevic. She played Penelope Featherington in um, Bridgerton. Vucevic. She's the center for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Really handsome. And she's in Dairy Girls. And she's just, like, really, really funny and, like, incredibly charming on screen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She's not, like, a traditional beauty, but she's, like, I think she's great. I'm a big fan of hers. I have um, no idea who this person is. Yeah, that's fine. But I do. And I picked her. <laughs> I'm casting this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, suck it, dude. Sorry. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I I broke it up differently. I'm doing the couples just so I, it helps me compartmentalize it in my head, the order that I'm going to go in. Um, so my Miles, you want somebody I – wa- I, I just want the hottest cast possible, basically. Um, and so I want somebody handsome, but it's also like the goofy type of charming. You know what I mean? Like Jude Law is more of like a suave, smooth type of charming. Jack Black's the goofy, funny, charming – so uh, I'm going to Glenn Powell. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, so fun. He's yeah, such yeah. a good time. We haven't recast him in a role in a while. Yeah, he needs to yeah. be in more things. I love Glenn Powell. Big 
big Glenn Powell I think he'd be great in this. Um, my Iris is Natalie Emmanuel. Um, mm-hmm. She was in Game of Thrones. She's in F9. She's the tech girl in the Fast Saga that they just picked oh, up a couple couple yeah, movies yeah. ago. Yeah. She's, she's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, she's, she's absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. She's really funny and charming in the F9 or in the Fast Saga um, and obviously has acting chops from Game of Thrones. So I think she's great and I want to see her in more stuff. Um, my Graham is, speaking of Bridgerton, Roger Jean Page. He was a backup of mine. Super hot, super charming, oh, super smooth. So hot. <laughs> it's British, ticks literally every box that you could possibly need for a gram. Yeah. And then Amanda, I was going to go Elizabeth Olsen. I'll go Amanda Seyfried, mm-hmm. who's just adorable and charming and fun and great in rom-coms and would yep. absolutely crush this. So I think we can right. safely say that we recast... Uh, um, the Cameron Diaz are all better than Nancy Myers ever did. So <laughs> yeah. that wasn't was not going to be tough. Uh, yeah, that's that's my movie, and I like it. How freaking hot of a couple is Roger Jean Page and Amanda Seyfried? How freaking hot of a couple hot. is literally everyone we yeah, recast? Things <laughs> recast. <laughs> Um, the only interesting backup that I had is my Graham and Iris. I was going to go Richard Madden and Rose Leslie and make it Scotland instead of England. Mm. I thought it would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, but that was the only really like sort of interesting backup I had. Yeah. I had Andrew Garfield as a backup for Graham. Yeah. He'd be a good miles too. If he you wanted to American. A... Cause he, he can do the dorky goofy funny thing, but also like, yeah, he's hot and charming. But like thinking about like the, the widower, Mm-hmm. like dad role i was like oh i want to see andrew garfield play a dad. It's good sad boy see, that's what i i was thinking about him too but i was just like in my mind i couldn't do it because there's just no way that he would ever take a rom-com role at this point like he's only doing like hard-hitting indies kind of thing right now yeah he's gonna he's probably he's gonna get an oscar nomination this year so i hope so yeah that'd be cool yeah. he deserves it cool. for sure for tick tick boom mm-hmm. Oh, yep. absolutely. Um, we did get a voicemail this week. It's from Robbie. We got one from Ty's dad. Robbie! So here's Robbie. Happy holidays, Ellen, Danny, and Ty. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope you had a great Christmas. Thanks, uh, this is Robbie, Thank uh, Ty's dad. Not sure if I, I need to specify that I'm Ty's dad anymore. <laughs> Hopefully I've called in enough that you guys know who I am. I'm glad you specified. I was anyway, <laughs> uh, so happy to hear that you guys were watching the holiday this week. Uh, I will tell you, for my wife Michelle and I, it is one of our two uh, date night holiday movies uh, that the holiday along with love actually so we love that uh, notice a, a british theme i guess with those of course i've shared with y'all before i also love uh, about time so uh, yeah. maybe it's those uh, british oh, movies that we just like anyway it's a great movie it has <laughs> lots of different things that uh, every great movie should have um, it has a beloved character i love arthur uh, the um, the famous uh, but sometimes forgotten playwright uh, who befriends Kate Winslet's character. Just a sweet, sweet man. And then, of course, a, a villain. Gosh, Jasper's such a dick. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I won't uh, go off on that. Um, 
Cameron Diaz, not really a huge fan of hers. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to see that. Cameron Diaz without thinking about that one scene and uh, something about Mary where she puts <laughs> what she thinks is, quote, hair gel in her yeah. hair. But anyway, yep. Yep. Um, but, but a great, great movie. Um, Ty may have mentioned this to you before, but but my wife and I actually think that Jack Black, especially his character in this uh, show, uh, reminds us of Ty. So, of That's course, as a dad, so I'm a little drawn so to sweet. that. I disagree And then, so much. oh my gosh, what can you say about Jude Law? Man, watching, even as a straight man, I tell you, watching Jude Law has me uh, looking at him the way James Franco looked Hey-o. at Seth Rogen in the night before. But anyway, That's a callback, hope you guys folks. had fun watching the That's movie. That's a callback. And hope you guys have a... Happy New Year. Take care. Happy Bye-bye. New Year, so Robbie. Good. <laughs> so good. I love a callback. So I love funny. your dad. <laughs> Don't feed his ego. He was bragging about it on Christmas. No. That he's the feed cool his dad. ego. It's great. He's so good. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel. I want to come over to you to your parents' house for dinner. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you'd love it. <laughs> honestly, as long as Ty's not there, I, I would love to come over to yeah. folks' house for dinner. I mean, honestly, you can go over there right now. They'd welcome you in. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah, oh, I know for sure. Uh, cool. You want to get into letterbox ratings? Um, we have I gave to, this yeah. one a three and a half. I think it's fun. It's cute. Could be higher if. Uh, the Cameron Diaz portion of the movie was a little better. It would it didn't like totally fall flat. Jude Law is great, um, but it's cute, fun, uh, like comfy little rom com. So three and a half feels good. Uh, Ellen, what about you? Uh, this is four stars for me. <clears throat> nice. It would be five. I think yeah. Like Cameron Diaz just kind of brings it down. Um, but the fact that like Jude Law is so great that that storyline still really works for mm-hmm. me. Um, so it's not like I'm watching it just for one half of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's four stars. Sweet. Ty. Um, I did originally have this at a certain score, but I think the more we talked about this movie, the more I wanted to rate it down a little bit more. Um, like I see the benefit in this movie. It's a little bit too hallmark for me, a little bit too cheesy and Cameron Diaz just really, really brings it down. And I don't think it's going to be on my Christmas rewatch schedule. So I think I'm going to go with three stars for this movie. Still a good yeah. movie. Three yeah. stars is good. But, mm-hmm. you know, just three stars. Yeah, for this that feels movie. good. I, uh, for the record, also not a yearly rewatch or anything for me. But also one that, like, if it's on, I'm not going to be bummed about it. Like, I'll sit down and watch it because it's cute. Right, yeah. I like this one. Cool. That's about what I expected, I think. Um, okay. Gosh, it's finally time. We've we've been. Oh my gosh. Ha- we've had this oh. plan for. Oh my gosh! I'm so now. ready for you to announce this. I'm so <laughs> ready for you to announce this. Next week's episode, we are coming up in the rotation to the time that we we bring a guest on and we watch a movie that they've never seen before. Um, we wanted to go a little bit bigger. Well, explain uh, going, ex, ex, first. Explain that we're doing something different with that. Like we're changing. Yeah. That, so like, yeah, we're changing that aspect of the show. Every fourth episode, we've done. Forward. Yeah, we've done. Uh, we bring on a guest and do a movie that they haven't seen before. That's always been every fourth episode. We're gonna change that a little bit to where that's more of like a wild card week. Um, so if we don't want to bring a guest on, we can talk about maybe a new release movie. Maybe a movie that we've all seen and love and just think would be really fun to talk about and recast. Um, Freezes up to do like 
Oscar talk. Like, I think that week lines up that we could do a fun, like, Oscar recap episode because I think it, uh, that episode would come out, like, two days after the Oscars or something like that. Yeah. So I, I think we're going we're gonna to open it up. And we still will have friends on to talk about movies that they haven't seen or maybe have a friend to talk about a movie that they've seen and love. We just We thought it would be fun to make it a wild card and free it up to give us – I don't know, a little more freedom to do more fun stuff and not just tie us into we have to have a guest on for a movie they haven't seen before. So that's going to be how it is going forward. We've already got the first three of those booked up, though. We're sticking with the old format, bringing a guest on for a movie they haven't seen. Wanted to go bigger, wanted to do like a big series um, that we've been wanting to talk about forever. We found a friend who hasn't seen this series. We're going to be joined by our friend Callie from the Mad About Movies Discord. Also just joined the 70mm yeah. Discord. So Brand she is new like, 70mm. She's bridged Villager. both of our worlds. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk Lord of the Rings. Yeah! Yes! God, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> so we're we're doing, doing one a month. The first yeah. episode in January, first episode in February, first episode in March. We're going to do the three Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, and we're going to cast five characters per uh, episode right so, so ty, ty did a cool like breakdown of the five that we're going to do each time yeah so i'll go ahead and tell y'all what who we're recasting for fellowship so for fellowship we're going to recast mary pippin elrond arwen and boromir so those are the five we're going to recast five for each episode but those are the five that we're going to recast for this one so if y'all have anyone y'all think who should play those roles in a recast let us know call them with a voicemail Want to hear all the Lord of the Rings love, but ringing in the new year, one of the so biggest freaking movies of all time. Yeah. Oh my so my favorite set of movies of all, like trio or two movies or series or whatever. Like if you talk about more than just one movie, it's my favorite of all time. And I don't think that's a surprise to a lot of people. These movies mean a lot to me. I'm very, God, I'm so excited to, to finally get to talk about them on a podcast. I'm very excited. Kind of stressed yeah. about the recap. We're, by the time we're done, we'll have gone through 60 different actors. When we decided Rough. who was <laughs> we were going to do this and who we were going to recast, I finished my recast with four backups for every role that we decided. I was so <laughs> freaking excited to recast this I movie. I haven't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good insane. thing. It's a good thing. I mean, as previously, obviously mentioned, I have such an affinity for british guys so <laughs> i have a long list of guys that i'll i'll put in these roles um but yes and so as we kind of mentioned earlier since obviously f1 is in the off season right now and my little special corner is dead i was talking about doing like cooking off of that cookbook but since these are special episodes i was planning on making a dish for each one Ooh. and i might make a little video that we can put on our social media <laughs> of me cooking That's lord so of the fun. rings inspired recipes. now that you've put it out there you have to do it you can't back out now. no I mean, i'm going to do it i just need <laughs> i need help coming up with the fellowship one because um, for for twin towers i was going to do like a potato type potatoes yeah exactly Perfect. a potato stew or something and then for the third i'm going to try like i don't know like a Limbus bread There's type something Okay, I was about to say, you got to make Limbus so bread. So for fel- well, I was going to make Limbus bread for, for Return of the King, Two Towers, some kind of potato stew or something, you know, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Or, but I don't know what I'm going to do for Fellowship, so I can so, use a Something mushroomy, because I'm just picturing the scene where, yeah, mushrooms! That's all I can think of when I think of food for Fellowship. Or you can yeah. make well, like a cocktail like- inspired by the Shire, since they drink a lot when they're in the Shire. Yeah, but they drink a lot of 
beer when they i don't know but so beer based i was also cocktail. thinking of the scene when they they're leaving the shire and they have their arms full of vegetables yeah but i don't know what to do with that so well if listeners if you listeners have any ideas there, yeah shoot us an email shoot us a tweet or instagram message or but i am confident whatever. if i google it there's probably like a lord of the rings inspired cookbook out oh, there 100%. That just like look up something that relates to the fellowship so yeah hundred percent we'll figure it out i'm i'm so ready if you if you love fellowship of the ring if you think re- helping us recast it might be fun if you just want to give us your thoughts on it uh shoot send yeah. us a voicemail as long as it's if in it's the form of an mp3 of the three, yeah, yeah. So. if it has some like fond memory of your childhood can't wait to talk anecdotes about you know specific times you've watched it because i have some mm-hmm. of those too and i just i can't wait to get into it with you guys yeah it's gonna be very fun um shoot us an email if you want to just type it out don't want to go through the process of recording it that's fine i'll read it on the show if you want to send mm-hmm. us an mp3 we'll play it on the show um make sure and send those to wswampod at gmail.com um and i i hope we get i hope we get a handful of gosh i'm so excited i can't like w- I, i've been like trying not to tell everybody for the past few weeks since we planned this out so this is gonna be i'm, I'm so thankful that we found someone who actually hasn't seen these yeah it's <laughs> I, I didn't think they existed. was talking to Callie in the Mad About Movies Discord, and she was just like, yeah, I haven't seen like hardly any movies, so I'm excited to get into some. And so I sent her a message. I was like, hey, here are some franchises we've been wanting to talk about. Have you not seen any of these? And she was like, oh, I've never seen Lord of the Rings, and I freaked out. <laughs> so this is yeah. – uh, gosh, this is going to be great. Yeah, and but, if you all uh, want to get warmed up for these episodes, head over to 70 Millimeter. They have it. They just – did a recap of mm-hmm. all the Lord of the Rings movies. It's awesome. And their host, Danny Haas, did freaking amazing yes, art. I will be buying all of the of two towers art <laughs> that he did for, oh my God. Uh, Aragorn, Brit- Aragorn the opening doors. the doors. Oh. My God. It's One so good. One of the hottest <laughs> moments in cinematic yeah. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like pure sex. Yeah, I will be buying all of those prints. Uh, I, I think yeah, what I'm doing, I'm waiting. Toys. They're also doing the Harry Potter movies right now, so I'm just going to wait for them to get through all those, and I'm just going to buy all the Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings ones in one very expensive. That's going to be a fucking shipment. dorky ass apartment that you have. Yeah, uh, but I, hey, love bud, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Bitches, so it's fine. Oh, and for the record, we're doing extended versions. Only. Yeah, yeah. Only we, we only watch versions. extended versions. Yeah. Danny texted us today to, to double check, and I was like, "Extended, duh." Yeah. No, well, Cal- Callie asked me, and I wanted to make sure. You're gonna so watch the theatrical? Sure the page. What are you, a bunch get of idiots? Of <laughs> Whoa! All right. Uh, you guys ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's go. Yes. All right. Yes. Thank you for watching a movie with us. Our theme song is "Glass Auditoriums" by Doc Ellicott. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Email us at wswampod@gmail.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watch a Movie Pod. Until next time, I have a cow and I sew. How's that for hard to relate to? Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. God bless us, everyone.